0: welcome to not another podcast featuring jade and mjk
1: this is not another podcast with jade i'm mjk and this is where we discuss all things pop culture
0: all things pop culture
1: welcome back listeners
0: hello
1: hello we have been on a bit of a um
0: I'm chewing on ice. This was the yeah, worst. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah.
1: Here we go. Chewing on ice. God help us. Uh, we've been on a bit of an unofficial, unplanned hiatus. The last I'm trying to work out how long it's been, but it's been a maybe a couple of months.
0: I don't think I, it's been that long, but it's it's definitely been extended. Actually,
1: as I do say. have an answer. Okay. It's at least four weeks because I've been back at school for four weeks and we did it in the holidays, so there we go. Right. So we kind of stopped because we've had a bunch of technical difficulties. My MacBook died um, and seeing as we don't yet have sponsorship from the lovely Apple, it required me actually going out and buying a new one. That took a little bit of time. Um, I like
0: how you were very diplomatic there Because you're still trying to get sponsorship <laughs> You can say it, it shit itself it, oh, oh, it was And shit itself
1: The battery wasn't even charging So we did record four weeks ago on my work laptop With a little bit of success We did get episode 9 out of it Which is on our Podbean account Known as How Did This Get Made Talking about films that we questioned being greenlit but the- Did we
0: talk about Fifty Shades of Grey in that episode?
1: <laughs> We should have. I Maybe. can't believe
0: we didn't. I was looking up the... Because that Dakota Johnson, she's something else. She's mm-hmm. really good. And, you know, that those movies didn't hurt her career, clearly. But no. those movies were... The ratings on those
1: suckers? Anyway, sorry. I'm, yeah. This isn't important. Yeah. So. <laughs> but important to know. It probably should have been on the list. There's probably a lot that if we think about later. Yeah. Um, But we did record one episode the four weeks ago, um, our favourite directors, and the audio did not work on that because we didn't have the lovely MacBook Air and GarageBand. So we are going to re-record that episode today. So when we talk about things we've watched recently, that's actually in the last couple of weeks, not five weeks ago. Um, But I just wanted to give everyone at home that context because now we do. I've gone and purchased a new MacBook Air in space grey, 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 space (laughs) grey. (laughs) <laughs> we're ready to um, rediscuss our favourite directors. But not before discussing what we've watched lately. MJK, I'm going to let you take the lead on that On
0: Right. So, again, can't remember if we spoke about this before. But I got through all of the Marvel movies again before going to see Endgame. So, whatever those were that I didn't cover, there was that. And uh, yeah, watched a, watched a couple of good flicks in the meantime as well. A little bit of split, a little bit of the hateful eight, a little bit of two hands. Great Australian film, Hello Water, with the beautiful, ever beautiful Chris Pratt.
1: Right, I thought you were going to say a female's name there. <laughs> no,
0: I can't not talk about Chris Pratt. And then uh, watch The Martian with, uh,
1: nice, with uh,
0: Big Big Daddy Damon. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was a few others in there. Nothing really worth in talking about. Oh, watch Die Hard again. Go love, oh, me, nice. love me some Die Hard. All of
1: them, or just the first one?
0: Just the first one at this point. And speaking of all of them, I watched all of the recent Planet of the Apes movies, which I adore. So.
1: No, I love them as well. Dawn of, Rise of,
0: and War for the Planet of the Apes. All great movies.
1: Awesome films. I love them. Yeah.
0: Latest one is awesome good with woody harrelson they're all really good but mm. oh my god they just keep getting better
1: they are i need mm-hmm. to watch the third one again because i've seen the first one a number of times mm-hmm. um and i've only seen the the war the third one uh once in the cinema and oh it was so good I love the old the old um ape caesar yeah and yeah. those is it caesar or is the one they come across he's like real timid but he's oh. hilarious. He's the comedic relief in that whole oh, film.
0: He's not the old ape. He's he oh. was in captivity his whole life. That yeah. was Steve Zahn did that one. Oh, bad gosh, ape, I... bad ape. That was his name.
1: Um, yeah. So cute. He yeah. was my favorite part of that movie.
0: I liked Woody Harrelson in it, and I thought that he was good. And the red ape was good as well. He yes. Was, he was yeah. the bad guy.
1: And so interesting how you get so emotionally invested in those films oh, I know. and they're not it's even humans. stupid.
0: Yeah. Right. And I originally didn't watch the first one because I was like, ah, oh, the special effects aren't great, but the the story is so good. And the special effects actually get better as time goes yeah. on as well. Yeah. So it's, yeah, great, great little set of movies there. How about yourself, Jade Marie mm-hmm. Ambler?
1: I've Being that it's been five weeks, I've watched a lot of things. So I'll pick some to discuss now and we will record some more today. Yes, yes. So I'll save some of those. But obviously I can't go without talking about the Game of Thrones series finale.
0: Yes. Okay. Watch watched
1: that with a few people Monday night and it's quite interesting. It's one of those ones you have to watch that night because everyone's talking about it in the office the next yep. day. Yep. And you don't want anything spoiled. And so I did watch it that night. Oh, an hour 20. And yeah, it was just consensus above anyone that watched it that it was very underwhelming and it was not what they wanted and it didn't follow through with a lot of the setup they've done in the last seven years because
0: i haven't watched it mm. i haven't watched i think since the start of season five okay so but i know what's going on because the internet's oh, horrible and it's wreaking we, havoc. we don't need to say spoiler alert anymore because clearly we just talk about shit but I know for everyone's finality for it, it was literally like, because brands now it was...
1: Correct. Yeah,
0: it's like, he, he's got the throne for no reason. Daenerys turned on her people for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, everything happened for no apparent Correct. reason. Correct, no reason. Nothing felt... F- Jon Snow gets,
1: he kills Danny gets sent away to watch the wall again. What is he watching? Also, because I only <laughs> spoke about
0: this with housemate Stacy recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, And again, yeah, what do the Knights Watch watch?
1: What's Nothing. to watch? Yeah. Well, they do. You do see them walking away, the whole group—men, women, and children. So I'm thinking they're going to go set up elsewhere. But right. you kind of have to assume that,
0: right? Well, they could just be doing a long walk. You know? <laughs> I don't know. But my thing was is because he was related. He was a Targaryen, right? Jon Snow. Correct. And but he and Danny were getting the rocks off, right? Auntie and nephew. Correct. Yep. There you go. Um, so that shows never shied away from incest. No. But even after they found out that they were related.
1: Still got it on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's, uh, I just wanted to clarify Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> giggity, giggity. Yeah, no, very clear on that one. Because, yeah,
0: as it was kind of like exactly how we did that then is how I was speaking to houseman Stacey about it. And she just kind of did the nod like, yes, that is correct. Like as yeah. if she was on trial. Yes, but those, those events it. happened.
1: Yeah, there was a lot that they set up and didn't follow through with. And that's where people were like, you know, give us that closure on every aspect. Because
0: I know, like, a, even more so than the the final episode, people just loved talking about what could happen.
1: Correct. And
0: they had all these harebrained, yeah. crazy ideas, which they probably should have been employed for the oh, writing scene. Yes. Whereas what everyone got, like mm. you said. But I'm going to let you talk about because I have to But apparently
1: that the author told the producers <laughs> and writers that's how he saw the ending. So... <laughs> Maybe he's now going to go. Hmm, might rewrite. Yeah, because <laughs> he's got books to release. Yeah,
0: but that's the thing. He's they. It was six six episodes or eight episodes. Six. Yeah, they tied that off.
1: Yeah, well, they. I mean, episodes three through to six, so four episodes were an hour twenty, which is well, that's close me. to half an hour more, but not really because they I were was close to say, an hour as it was. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that was a bit of a shame, but. Um, they are doing a prequel set yeah. about a hundred years before these characters.
0: So we'll see like a young Mad King and mm, yeah, I think family. they're going to
1: set up more of the the Night King stuff. All I know is Naomi Watts has been cast, and that's about it. And that it sets uh, up a different sort of bad breed of people. That's Liev Schreiber's wife. I think they're divorced now. <gasps> yeah, we'll they have to check that out for girl. some old celebrity news. <laughs> You, you do that. Um, the other thing that ended um, in the last week that I watched was the series finale of Big Bang Theory, which I did actually. What? Yeah. Season 12. Oh, yeah. I
0: didn't realize that happened. Yeah. Episode was 24. that close.
1: Yeah. Done. And that was definitely much more rewarding. Having watched it all the way through, just that more satisfying ending where things are tied up and heading in a nice direction and very emotional. Um. That, yeah, that tied up really well and obviously fans can still watch Young Sheldon, but that tied up also. Um, I last time I was here I think I'd watched a couple, but I started Marvel's Runaways. Yes. And so sounds, I've that, that watched like... I've watched season one. <laughs> 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 I've watched season one and I love it. I'm really into it. All right. And that's Who's, ten episodes?
0: They cast some pretty good people in there. I can't remember who though, but I remember that it was a really big deal with um, the main chick.
1: What's the I wanna say? What's the um the actor that played Spike in Buffy, Matt James I can't remember his name, but I know who James you're talking about Mathes. James something. Um, I feel like you want he's me to one of the up. cast members, okay. and Julian McMahon, who I know from he's Australian actor. I knew him from Charmed and Home and Away. And oh right, he Nick was Tuck. the dude
0: that was uh, Doctor Doom in the yes, fa- Fantastic. Yeah, film. true. Yep.
1: They were the bigger names, but really, all the kids, all of the kids are unknown except for young heartthrob Greg Sulkin. Um, but most are sort of unknown. So James Marsden, I feel like that's his name, but that's not his name. <laughs> it's someone else. Yeah, anyway, so I've watched all of season one of that and I'm loving it. And what the shit's it called again? What? Oh sh- Marvel's Runaways.
0: Ah, see You I had accidentally found a movie called The Runaways with Mark Addy.
1: Oh, there was also Runaways with Kirsten Stewart, Dakota yeah, Fanning. From yeah, 2010,
0: yeah. that also came up. So, but yeah, Marvel's Runaways didn't even want to come up just then.
1: That's... Um, and I watched Metallica through the Never, which was that 2000. And... I thought, oh, it's only about five years old. Um, it's them playing a concert, but it's got that narrative movie running through, right, through in between the songs and in the background. Um, so it was just a huge stage production to watch, which was nice on my new sound system. Testing that out. Is that
0: the production where they were like yeah. in the middle?
1: Yes, like? correct.
0: And did they get Lemmy for a guest song as well? No, no. Okay, I'm thinking of something else. And then in between the just, songs, they have a bit of a narrative. Yeah, in the of yeah. Whatever.
1: They have a bit of a narrative there running in background. So that was pretty entertaining. Um, and then obviously. Last time we recorded, but obviously didn't make it to air, I'd mentioned I'd watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Right.
0: And I still haven't rewatched that, which I said I was going to do so we could talk about it. Because I really didn't appreciate it as much as I should have the first time I watched it.
1: Yeah, right. Like the animation's amazing. It's unlike any animation I've seen before. And it won the Academy Award.
0: Yeah. yeah. It was very, very well done. Very Well put together I think I was on the verge of being tipsy when I was watching it So like I may have blinked and something happened And then I was like, what am I watching? Yeah,
1: right (laughs) And the start's really good too Where it gives ode to all the previous Spider-Mans before him All the other Spider-Man films
0: I thought that that was brilliant That was cool And I enjoyed that immediately I was like, oh, nostalgia
1: Yeah, but it's nostalgia So that was really good And then obviously um, Endgame Oh, shit (laughs)
0: Fuck me dead. That was a good movie. You watched it.
1: Because yeah. in the lead up to that, I rewatched Civil War and Infinity War with Tim. As I would previously watched the, um, a couple of other... The two other Avengers. Um, and then, yeah, we went to the movies and saw that. I'm very upset by the death of Black Widow. Spoiler. I um,
0: Casualty-wise, I was very surprised yes, that it was only just two. Iron Man and Black yeah. Widow. But at the end of the day, mm. I think... They're the two you could have... Actually, I think Iron Man you could have got away with, but I thought your Black Widow still got so much more to do. Mm,
1: That really disgruntled me.
0: How do you feel about your boy Cap now being Old Man Cap?
1: Well, that's how it plays out. Well, not the old part, but obviously Falcon becoming... Captain America is how it plays out in the comics.
0: Well, it actually plays out a lot of ways cuz yeah. Bucky also becomes Yeah, Captain correct. America. And they are obviously
1: like Bucky's done too many wrong things to be morally appropriate for.
0: But he's superhuman. Oh, he's
1: awesome. I'd love him as Captain but America. That's but That's like
0: my, my Falcon's
1: a bit more clean cut than he is.
0: My buddy John was just like I I already don't believe it. No, mm. like his wife always says, oh, you're a racist." <laughs> like, <laughs> anytime <laughs> he's like, no, "No, no. I'm not. It's I just, just like Bucky. what can Falcon do?" Because besides the shield, you know, Mm. Uh, Captain America's got all those superpowers. Bucky's basically him, but with a sweet arm, Mm. you know? That's true.
1: They're more equal on that. And I'm talking
0: about his real arm. Have you seen those arms? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, I'm an arms lady. (laughs) I'm all about it.
1: But how do you explain... (sighs) This is my other pet peeve with the movie.
0: Oh, this is all the... um... Excuse me, uh, how did that work? Yeah.
1: How do you explain Captain America being able to travel back in time and relive his life yet still be Captain America?
0: Well, you saw that there's more than one of them through time? I guess. Yep. so when he went back in time originally and he fought himself. Mm. So that's your answer. So Mm. he did that while he was still buried in the snow, while he was still discovered. So the point is Mm. he did all these brilliant things – But he also kept his promise to his sweetheart, Peggy, and gave his best girl a dance, which I got to say, actually, I'm getting goosebumps talking about. Oh, yeah, it's great. That was my favorite moment of the entire (laughs) movie. Also, because I had some finality on Hayley Atwell as well, because she had a really sad end, Peggy Carter. So
1: yeah, I know. Yeah, because her show only got the three seasons as well. I think. Yeah. Well, I actually it didn't carry over, over for many, whatever reason.
0: But yeah. Well, yeah, it just didn't get enough ratings. But I was talking about the fact that she just was an old lady who still pined for, for Steve, mm. and she died alone essentially. I know. Yeah, I'm so sad. That she went back and lived his life. With oh, her.
1: not objecting the fact they got to play that storyline out because you do feel sorry for bloody Agent Carter and the fact that Cap never got to love anyone his whole life. Mm-hmm. Which is point of where we see him, an old man. So I did like that part. I was like, but doesn't that not affect things? I don't know. The time travel stuff is always very tricky. But
0: Um, that's exactly it. He went and lived a life not as Captain America. He went and lived a life as Steve Rogers. Does
1: this also mean Loki is still around then? Because he walked away with the Tesseract. And that's how we're going to get the TV show then.
0: And just more Loki shenanigans. And again, we've spoken this, not at length, but we've both talked about our disdain for these limited Mm. series that Disney are going to be putting out. I think if any show is going to work, it's probably going to be Loki, but mm-hmm. it's not going to seem like Marvel. Yeah,
1: especially now that we know Falcon is Captain America.
0: Yeah, and I feel like it's kind of almost going to be like a coming of age, like Bucky's yeah. Apollo Creed and Falcon's, you know, Rocky Balboa, and they're going to just like go through training montages. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's the only way I've seen it.
1: It's going to be yeah, interesting now that it is Captain America. And while we're on the Marvel thing, I'm going to steal ahead to one of my news and gossip that I've got written down, but I've just read... Um, that Black Widow is going to be set between civil war and infinity war. Am I like, I don't know what that means.
0: So that, that means
1: that she's gonna stay dead. Who's gonna get invested
0: well, in a character that's I know. Dead?
1: Well, okay, firstly, we're glad it's not a um a prequel to all the films or a um a story about like how, like how, she, how became. she became yeah. Like how Agent Romanoff became Black Widow. That's too far gone. She's aged beautifully but she's not younger like she was when it started in iron man 2 when
0: uh, just just quickly just me being a sleazeball here Mm. but not that like you said she has aged beautifully but that first moment you see her and like the black widow thing you just think well there's never been a woman made more perfectly for that yeah and i was watching her in ghost in the shell again recently i was just looking at her in that thing yeah that's all that's all her
1: (laughs) But I was saying, like, I'm glad it's not a sort of yeah, a, a, her becoming Black Widow, and I have an into an origin story, like you yeah, said. Not, it's I, way Yeah, that's the too word late. I want. Yeah. I, that's the word I want. Way too late for an origin story, especially now she's dead. I mean, I'm gonna feel <laughs> yeah, probably... yeah.
0: Here, get more invested into this <laughs> uh, character. Oh yeah, remember she's yeah. dead. Yeah,
1: and like, oh, dead. so I think I need to see the Black Widow film before I rewatch Endgame because, yeah, I'm still not satisfied with that part of the movie. Um, Oh, yeah, so I, don't know. I
0: I did read that it was originally meant to be Clint who oh, sacrificed That made sense. Himself. Yes. However, especially
1: after all the bad he done just going killing all these yes. people. Yes. However,
0: mm. I can't remember who it was, but it was someone on the production team, not the directors, mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson and I believe Jeremy Renner. Okay. All of them kind of came together and said to the directors, this is this is Nat's moment. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, she can still have the fight at the end with Stranos, however, but what does it do for her to let him die kind of thing? Yeah. So I I get it. I'm
1: glad it came from ScarJo because I would have felt really bad even though she's getting her own film out of it. And I know Phase 4 is not going to have many of probably this this original lot of Avengers that we've had. No, we're going
0: to get a couple of sequels, Mm. but mostly uh, a lot more Mm. Uh, standalone original new characters being introduced, and
1: I feel like they wouldn't introduce any new Avengers in Black Widow because they would have then appeared and surely appeared in inf- um, yeah, Endgame. Yeah, so
0: like you said, this is that's going to be a bit tricky. It's, I don't
1: know how they're going to do that yeah. unless it's a, an Avenger they introduce and kill.
0: <laughs> well, you can't. Well, you can't call them an Avenger then because they didn't avenge shit. Yeah,
1: that's right. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But uh, that's that's essentially it for my weekly update. Shall we jump straight into our weekly topic?
0: I don't even know what it is, but let's you do-, do it. <laughs>
1: it's directors. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a re yeah. on our directors. And this is your chance to talk about your boy QT um, at length. I love him. So He's I'm going to let you take it away.
0: Yeah, well, uh, Quentin Tarantino obviously is QT. For those out there who just didn't think that Jade was talking about Chris Plan again.
1: Yeah. Q-tips. <laughs> Q-tips.
0: No, but... Uh, I, I think I've spoken about it before. I can't, I can't remember if this was just the, the lost episode. Well, it but is the lost episode. I do absolutely love and adore this man from the first movie I ever saw his, which was Pulp Fiction. Uh, Reservoir Dogs, the fact that he's got a reoccurring... Just, he's got like a buddy cast that he often goes back to. He's been a complete innovator cinema-wise when it comes to the presentation of a movie as well as the way a movie's written. He's gone from strict indie style films to just you know hollywood epics the guy can do no wrong in my personal opinion and of course we've got uh the big sexy once upon a time in hollywood coming out soon which looks like it's going to be the closest thing he's ever made to a comedy which looks exciting did you watch the trailer, Jay? I
1: have, yes. I do like that cast. It's Pitt and DiCaprio, so mm-hmm. I'm all about that. And Margot Robbie, so.
0: My boy, Timothy Oliphant.
1: Yeah, that's right, him. And there was one other name in the trailer. I'm like, hmm. Um, yeah, very keen to see that, actually. Which yeah. is quite, like, it's, it seems to be stepping away from the violence. And I'm sure there's oh, that you, element in there.
0: You remember what it's set around, right?
1: The 60s Hollywood. Uh, stunt. Brad Pitt pays his stunt double.
0: Yep. But mm. who's Margot Robbie playing? That's right. Sharon Tate. How did she die?
1: Oh, she murdered. Isn't she?
0: Yeah. By whom?
1: Marilyn? No. Charlie.
0: Charlie Manson.
1: Oh, Charlie Manson. I was going to say <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Wow. So I was on the right track.
0: Yeah. It's based in Hollywood of that era. And it's loosely based around uh, the, the ascension of Charlie Manson and stuff, which I'm still kind of, it feels a little tasteless. To glorify that shit. Mm. However, if anyone's going to do it justice and make it... Because he did the whole inglorious Bastards. He rewrote history in that movie by having a pair of Jews murder the shit out of him. Yeah. In, in the old Hitler. So we'll see what he does with this. Because, you know, it's Tarantino he does what he wants. You're so right you, you've
1: definitely watched every Tarantino film more than once, haven't you?
0: Yes. I... The only one I don't love is Jackie Brown. Which oh, okay. Which has nothing to... I love... You What? Oh, what's sorry? her
1: name? Um, Pam Grier. Correct. Yeah.
0: Love Pam Grier. Carsten, that's great. Samuel L. Jackson, Bobby De Niro. Uh, Chris Tucker's even got a small role in it. Really? Yeah. Michael Keaton, who I absolutely love, in it as well. Um, it's the only movie that Tarantino's directed that he didn't write. So, the production... Oh, okay. Yeah. The studio came to him and said, "This we got this movie for you." And he was like, "Yeah, sounds great." And uh, he directed this movie, but it's not—it's—it's it's Tarantino style the way it's presented, but it's—it's it's a kind of overall a bland movie for his stand. Mm,
1: yeah, that's how it. Yeah, a bit different, but it's, that's kind of a good thing at this point mm. to see him do something different. Remember last time when we were recording? That's just lost in the world of audio files. Um, we discussed the term auteur. Yes. Um. Obviously, like a to, director um, that's go. a director who has a very specific style in terms of the look of the film but also the structure of the film, the genre and how it looks and how it sounds um, is an auteur. So we're discussing whether Tarantino would be an auteur and he definitely is because you can turn on in the film, any Tarantino film, you could turn it on, be halfway through the film, watch just two minutes and go, this is a Tarantino film. Uh-huh so we discussed that concept and we were going to in each director we brought up discuss whether they were an auteur or not because some of them are not even though they're great directors we wouldn't say oh they're very distinctly woody allen or tim burton or tarantino some other names i had like scorsese hitchcock um and wes anderson they have like very set looks whereas people who i'm gonna my first director that i wanted to mention is david fincher who does very much have this very similar tone and theme and look throughout the first bunch of films that he directs, but then it changes completely because, for example, he directed Seven Mm -hmm. with a very disturbing, brilliant crime thriller with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman, Kevin Spacey and Gwyneth Paltrow, to end up directing The Social Network. And yeah. curious, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Like, you go, okay, he's no longer an auteur, still a great director with all of these great films earlier on. But he's my favourite director. Um,
0: he's been doing a lot of TV recently. He
1: has. So he did Mindhunter, which mm-hmm. is a brilliant series in season two. you will be out soon. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. He actually started filming music videos, including Madonna for Madonna, George Michael, you name it. Um and then he got into film his first film was Alien 3.
0: <laughs> Seriously?
1: Yes. Yeah. His that's, first feature film was that Alien. That is my 3.
0: least favorite of the Alien films. And However, we have discussed that. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. No. It's just it could have been anything else. It doesn't need it to be It just an looks alien so movie.
1: different to the first two, doesn't it? Just yeah. on that different well, planet.
0: Well, the, the second one looks so different to the first. Yeah, that's true. Um to me like yeah, you go from indie horror essentially mm. i mean it's still hollywood mm. but it feels like an indie horror again it's set in the 70s that's right um and then you go to big budget mm-hmm. you know his name is Dan
1: Cameron.
0: sorry I was, yeah, yeah yeah i was singing south park tunes there
1: yeah <laughs> i didn't realize Oh, um, well, you
0: know how he he went all the way down to like uh investigate the titanic and shit to... yeah, yeah 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 um yeah south park parodied that in a of lovely way that he has become, like, a renowned, like, deep-sea diver type of thing. <laughs> and he sort of knows theme music when he goes down, and it's just, his name is...
1: Dan. Oh, my God, that's so good. Um, but obviously, I he came on my radar because of Fight Club, Seven, and Panic Room.
0: Three phenomenal...
1: Exactly, exactly. And, like, films. love all of them and realise, oh, my God, it's directed by the same guy. Uh-huh. This is now my favourite director for those obvious reasons. Um, he also directed Gone Girl and Zodiac.
0: I need to watch. It's on my to-watch to list. Big time Zodiac because of, of my uh, fascination with serial killers. Yeah, you and love it, this. Also,
1: it's Iron Hall, man, man and Hulk. Right? <laughs>
0: and whatever Jake Dylan was in. disguise.
1: Playing. Well, the main character. He also directed, not long after Alien 3, The Game with Michael Douglas, which I did watch, but it still has that similar thriller elements to it, like Panic Room does. Um, and he also directed Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the American version, which actually was done pretty well, considering the original Swedish films were so good and America always has to go and do their own bloody version of things. But this one was actually done and it went really dark like it should have and I thought they might skip away over that to suit to Hollywood. But he sticks to that. Um, yeah, he did... And he's yeah done a bit of TV with House of Cards and Mindhunter, mm-hmm. which are solid shows. So... Um, yeah he's my first mention and my favorite director
0: what's your favorite film from Finja? <sighs>
1: You know, I need to rewatch Seven because I feel like it would be that one because I love crime and I love good twists. We
0: should rewatch that together because yeah, be I cool. haven't watched it in so long. It's been
1: really long. I've got it on. You need to come to my house yes, with I the will. new surround sound. I've got it on Blu ray, so. We'll
0: go to Burger Bus
1: and then. Oh, we'll yeah, go we can. We'll
0: go home to your place. I'll pat your dog and we'll watch the movie.
1: I've got a spare room. You crash, we get on the beers. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We watch like a few films.
0: We'll drink like six beers. Well, I'll drink like <laughs> seven.
1: I'll have one and be like, oh my God, I'm so tired. And we'll watch
0: a shit ton of cool movies.
1: Yeah, that sounds really good. Um, Other directors?
0: Uh, I'm going to go totally left field here.
1: What's wrong with the right field?
0: I'm going to go totally right field here.
1: (laughs) To the left, to the left.
0: His name is James. Cameron. Nah, swerve Martin Scorsese.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, anywho. Okay. Um, Scorsese, he is an auteur
0: so. He is He, I think modern times like He's kind of changed his What you'd call his auteur style I guess Because mm-hmm. early days with Taxi Driver And I can't think of some of his early years But um, uh, Yeah, Taxi Driver, Raging Bull All that kind of shit That had a distinctive style And then he's almost become a a genre auteur as well with the gangster films and all that kind of Mm -hmm. shit with Goodfellas, The Departed. Departed. And Wolf of Wall Street's not a gangster film, but, you know, it might as well be. You know, Casino. I forgot that he did Casino, actually. But yeah, Scorsese has the knack to not only make something visually pleasing, keep you in... His movies don't stop. A lot of the time his movies go for two and a half, nearly three hours, and you, you don't have time to breathe. You're just like, oh, my God, it's still going. Also, almost always a phenomenal soundtrack attached to his movies, which I think, for me, is a huge way to suck me in. If I love the music in a film, you, you've got me. So I'm going to keep mine pretty short and sweet because I usually have a, a tendency to blow hard Well, on I books.
1: don't have many others. I do want to give some female directors some shout-outs. Um, Patty Jenkins, because she gave me Wonder Woman and she gave me a great Wonder Woman. So I'm looking what did forward to... She in...
0: did Thor Dark World, didn't she?
1: Not that I'm aware of. Before that, she had done the TV series, which I've watched, called The Killing. And she did Monster those years ago with Charlize oh, Theron, yeah. which Charlize won the Oscar for. And I, I didn't even realise that um, until I'd looked into Jenkins again recently. Um, and then the other one is Catherine Bigelow, who famously was married to James Cameron, speaking of directors, but she obviously gave us Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty and the original Point Break with Keanu Reeves because we were quite surprised by that.
0: That was her first film. Yeah, his first
1: film. It tracks back the other day. And I actually asked one of my year nine. He's a surfer. I asked him the other day, what's your favourite film? He goes, Point Break. I'm like, and then before I got too impressed, I'm like, wait, because I'm thinking he's going to say that remake one. That
0: god-awful bullshit. From
1: a few years ago. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. The, the, the original one with Keanu Reeves. Not that adventure one from... A few. Yeah, yeah, the original like Yes!
0: I watched that again recently. Great movie. Gary Busey before he became you yeah. know, a meme.
1: <laughs> Memes. That's our thread today. Um, so, yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to Patty Jenkins and Catherine Bigelow.
0: Wait, which one? Oh, Catherine Bigelow was the one that made point
1: right. Yeah. Like, what did she do again? And I do love Zero Dark Thirty. That introduced everyone to Jessica Chastain. That got her on everyone's radar. Um,
0: she was already on my radar. <laughs> oh
1: my god! Do you have others?
0: Um,
1: other radars? I, mean, oh, I think yeah, like,
0: Do you want me to start naming off redheads? Jesus!
1: You do that almost every episode. You give one redhead a, a mention.
0: All right. Well, a where we're, uh, we're going to do a full blown uh, end game episode, right? Sure. Okay. Well, I'll save my Karen Gillan shout out for that.
1: Do that. I will What about directors though um,
0: He was such a huge part of my adolescence And actually my childhood I'm going to have to say Michael Bay I like it Because we were talking about this off air earlier you recently watched uh, Bad Boys Two.
1: Two nights ago, rewatched it. Very entertaining.
0: Yes. He started off somewhat humble in his movie presentation. I think his first major motion was, but the Bad Boys original one,
1: 1995.
0: Then stepped it up a notch with The Rock.
1: Oh, yeah. This is why he's on my list as well because these movies you're just about to list now. I'm like, yep, yeah, done. And then
0: we've got Armageddon, The Island, Yes, Bad Boys Two, Yes, Transformers, Yes, which. All Some, big blockbusters. Yes. Some people, are going to say, like, oh, the island wasn't good, or, you know, Armageddon was meh, but great. Fun. No, they're great. great they're entertaining. Blockbuster movie. And they're on my. I could easily watch any of those movies anytime. Pain and Gain as well. Correct. Which yep. Yep. Went away from his big blockbuster Definitely. style, but still a great film. Still very much him, like that colorful Miami feel. Yeah. Um, And of course, he's, he did a couple of other Transformers movies which weren't great. But he he does a great Hollywood blockbuster. And, he does. Um, he seems like uh, a lovely fellow. Did that seem forced? A little. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, and he produced probably my least favorite Ninja Turtles movie of all time as well. Ooh. But it wasn't for me. It was for the kids. So I'm glad the kids enjoy it. My nephew loved it. So that's that's what's important.
1: Well, the other one I mentioned when we recorded this last was Steven Spielberg.
0: El Spielberg.
1: Can't uh, ignore the fact that he's a great director when you have classics like ET and Jaws and Jurassic Park.
0: I love at least two <laughs> of those.
1: You don't like Jaws?
0: No, I love Jaws. Oh, I just you hate don't like ET. I, no, no, no. I, Damn it. <laughs> Jaws, you were right with Jaws. I don't like how Jaws is presented. Do tell. Get out of the fucking water. You're in his house. It's like if I broke into your house. And I was just flailing my limbs, acting like a crazy person. Would you not, like, try to stab me or at least try to get me out of it? Yep. Thank you. Jaws was not the villain in that movie.
1: One Spielberg <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> going to, like, try and fight you on this. I actually have never seen Jaws.
0: Really? Correct. Wow. I'm... I'm surprised it took this long to come up But <gasps> we spoke about that movie poster That iconic movie Correct. poster I know it as an episode.
1: iconic soundtrack An iconic poster And a cult classic
0: You see Yeah You see that poster And then you just immediately hear dun, dun. Oh Yeah One of those things that's been ripped off In many a comedy
1: <gasps> Another yeah, one so, I haven't go, watched Of his is Shinless List But one I have watched And it highly Saving Private Ryan
0: So um not to be confused with saving Ryan's privates.
1: <laughs> Ready Player One? Still also haven't watched big. that? Oh, I'm gonna wow. be watching
0: that soon, yeah. It's
1: on my to watch list, like You should. Tight. Uh catch me if you can in Minority Report. Very good. Did you watch Minority Report, which I lent you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've returned it to you. No. And
0: I would have spoken about it last time.
1: Uh, <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Yeah,
0: because I watched Atomic Blonde as well. I think You, you did? You, you oh, maybe you have
1: given them back to me then. Which is now on Netflix, which is hilarious. I saw it's been added I on there now. I loved
0: Atomic Blonde, by the
1: way. You did? Yeah. Yes.
0: adored the shit out of it.
1: She's so boss in it. So, so good. <gasps> Do you know what's also in here? By Spielberg? What? Which we grew up with. Hook.
0: One of the most underrated movies oh. ever made. Do you know what I found out recently so as good. well? Doing just subtle research, like plot twists or whatever you may have missed. <sighs> yeah. Hook and Schmee were lovers. Wow. Changes it, doesn't
1: it? <laughs> rewatch, rewatch. re-watch. <laughs> one Spielberg film that jumps out and seems a little bit different away from those action films, like Indiana Jones, which is another one. The Color Purple. Have seen Indiana
0: Jones? Color Purple, is that Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah. She, Whoopi Oprah?
1: Goldberg. An Oprah, yeah. Sure. 1985. Um, yeah, so yeah, Spielberg's. All these classics that we've grown up with. And one I haven't watched is *Close Encounters of the Third Kind*. Again, that's the '70s, so I'm not surprised I haven't seen it because it tracks before me. That's a movie
0: I hear about all the time that mm, I also have never seen. Yeah, and it, it was like groundbreaking for the time. Apparently.
1: Yeah, that sci-fi genre, like *Jurassic Park* follows on to. He did *Lost World* as well, but yeah, he's just got so many films, and you've seen so many of them without even trying, mm-hmm. or sometimes without even realizing it's Spielberg. Um, I never watched *Lincoln*. Same. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing The Post with Tom Hanks and Mel Streep. So there's still a lot for me to watch from him. Um, and I'm guaranteed to enjoy most of them. And, yeah, hopefully he keeps making films for the long run, but he's got those cult classics that we can always rely on.
0: Correct and wonder.
1: Do you have any other directors?
0: Yeah, just one I've come across recently, Martin McDermott. I don't know how to say okay. his first name, but I think he's Scottish. He made In Bruges. Yes. Seven Psychopaths. And more recently, The Amazing Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Such a good film. He would fit into our auteur list.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: Um, He's also the type of director that, uh, I I wouldn't say, I was about to say recycles cast, but he likes to work with the same people. Yes. So on that list is Colin Farrell, Woody Harrelson, our girl, Abby Cornish. And, uh, Sam Rockwell uh, I was about to say the, the great oh, good. Sam Rockwell
1: <laughs> He's great Francis McDormand, she's the first, that was the first time she'd worked with him on billboards Yeah, a yeah, lot of nice. people
0: think who was going to be my last one is the Coen brothers oh, Just because yeah. I love movies like Fargo, um, Burn After Reading, etc She often works with them So uh, th- they have similar movie styles Kind of like that subtle comedy as well as just mm. brutal violence And just kind of real... Just uh, can they say that kind of shit? Um, So a lot of people mistake, mistook I should say, uh, three billboards as a Coen Brothers film, Um, but it was because McDormand was in it and also their uh, films look similar. But yeah, just thought I'd point that out. And yeah, while while we're on it, yeah, Coen Brothers,
1: nice, and those
0: two movies I just mentioned. (laughs) And our
1: girl Frances is in both of those. Oh, what a boss! You're the only one I'd save in a fire. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to now I'll never say his name right, but it's like Taka Watiti, our New Zealand director. Taki, Taki. Taki. I think you said the last name. Watiti. Yes. Taki Watiti. It's a bit of a tongue twister, yes. but I mean, just as a solid bloke and hilarious man, you can yes. appreciate him on all those levels. Have um, you,
0: just before you go, have you got Ragnarok on Blu-ray? Correct. Have you watched it with his director's (gasps) intro? Oh no! No, just director's intro. intro. No, it's great. Watch it. I'll spoil a smidgen of it for you. Yeah, go for it. It's like, why? Why did you become a director? Well, my parents wouldn't stop talking about um, J.J. Abrams. It's like, I'm not J.J. Abrams. I can't make Star Wars. You know, like, and he's just (laughs) like that. You know, and he talks about all the influences that brought Ragnarok together. But it's also kind of a piss take. So he names like eleven movies.
1: (laughs) None
0: of which you'd think would come together. Anyway, just yeah. Well,
1: like he starts out as an alter until he goes Hollywood, which is like with Ragnarok. Mm. Um, But obviously, we we have discussed before Hunt for the Wilder People, beautiful film, and that's why I mentioned him because he's one to keep on your radar to see what he brings out next and to definitely check him out just based on his humor Mm. and personality alone. So, give him a shout out. Get someone that's not American in there. Yes. So I'm being very culturally diverse and ensuring that women were in there too. Boom. Anyone else?
0: Uh, I think I'm comfortable with whoever said. I'm trying I to think
1: if you. I'm trying to think if I can remember any others you had said. Well, I had a
0: list, but I'm pretty sure I deleted it. It's deleted. My list. Damn. Uh, it's been over a month, so my iPhone would have deleted it. Yeah, and I
1: can't even like go and replay you the recording because none of your audio worked.
0: Yeah, and whose fault was that, Jade? Oh, wait. I do have my list still here. Oh, no way. I've named everyone.
1: Oh, well done. You've done very well.
0: Actually, I had my quick mentions list.
1: Oh, yep. Go shout them out. Guy Ritchie. Nice.
0: Neil Blomkamp.
1: I know the name. Alicia Chappie. District 9. Yes. Oh, that's good. Robert
0: Rodriguez. Again, my adolescence. Nice. And he did make a few good kids movies. And uh, a dude who's, you know, kind of Australian but isn't. Mel Gibson,
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of Australian. Depends how he's behaving if we want to take him he's as our own. From New York, but there's so that.
0: he's American, but hey. we claimed him.
1: Just like Nicole Kidman was born in Hawaii. Hawaii, Hawaii. Yes.
0: Mel Gibson is one of my favorite directors, strictly for Apocalypto. I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge yet. Oh,
1: okay, we're rewatching. We'll watch that when you come over for seven. Done. Oh, it's so good.
0: You've watched Apocalypto, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. I think I borrowed it from you years ago. Great. But that was very. I good. I watched it
0: again the other night, which I didn't say on my mentions oh, list. Save that for the next one. <laughs> but that's what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah. That's the the extent of my list. So uh, sick.
0: I think we're I think we're good on the this the subject matter
1: of the week. And we're really good on time too. But I do want to jump into a few uh, news and gossip items. I've got a list here, but I'm just going to tease with a few here, so we've got some for another time. Mm-hmm. Um. Just quickly, um, speaking of the Game of Thrones finale, that broke all HBO records for most. Illegally downloaded. (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) there's that. I actually watched it on Foxtel, thank God. Um, That's now the record holder for most viewers on HBO. No surprise there with 19.3 million. (laughs) Just like to point out that (sighs) Friends had 56 million for their finale. (laughs) Whatever.
0: Um, Wait, I wasn't listening. To the first part, did Friends have more for the finale? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you have to pay for HBO. Home box office, uh, well, that's you have fair. to pay for. That's some that's free fair, wear shit still, that Friends was on. We
1: kicked its ass. Um, I'm like that Say we. we. <laughs> I am part of Friends. Um, that's actually fair, I believe that. Ellen has renewed through to 2022, so she gets another three seasons, which will make it season 19, because she's in season 16 now. Endgame, last time I read, was about to overpass Avatar as all time. It, it has. Ha- and it has. Fuck um, you, Avatar. It's so weird that that has stayed up there for so long. And uh, our boy, Robert Patterson, has officially been cast as the next Batman. Oh, so that is official now. It's 100% f- official. Are you, were you a
0: Twilight person?
1: I watched them and read the books, but I'm not a huge fan, and I don't think that I need to rewatch any of them. But I'll I've seen them all.
0: Talk about this in an upcoming episode, yeah. but the movie "Good Time," starring yes. Robert Pattinson. Yep, or Pat Pattinson. Pattinson. Um, amazing fucking movie.
1: Yeah, he's doing a lot of great stuff afterwards. I just doesn't. I don't think it really gets him ready to play Batman, though.
0: Well, what what I was about to say is yeah. is Christopher Nolan and Robert Patt. Pattinson mm-hmm. if you look in their early career works they've had somewhat similar type roles mm-hmm. so what I'm saying is if you take Twilight out of it
1: yeah 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 and like... I think you've mentioned that to me before and that's fair get rid of Twilight yeah well because th- he's pretty credible <laughs> there's
0: the, the what do you like the petitions for him not to play yeah, it so. even okay. I had a, like a piss take of a thing when I saw it announced yeah. and I messaged my mate and I was like this is your fault <laughs> not in a serious way cause yeah. like, I'll, I'll give him a chance You know? Yeah. Um, But it's, yeah, he's a brilliant actor and he's going to be a young. He looks like a young rich kid in a sense. He could easily pull that off. Let's
1: give him a chance. It'll be interesting. I definitely give him a chance. So we'll see what happens.
0: I'll watch Batman regardless. Mm. I don't think it's anywhere near as bad as people are making it out to be.
1: Oh, all these petition things lately with all those people who wanted Game of Thrones rewritten. They're brats,
0: man. I was watching recently because. Again, I'll talk about it. I rewatched the original three X-Men. Um, <laughs> Wolverine. There was a huge petition for oh. Hugh Jackman not to play Wolverine.
1: And oh, before it all happened. Oh, that's hilarious. Because look at it now.
0: <laughs> there was so many people... There's so many quotes of people saying this is the worst casting ever. Where he is literally the standalone best character that Marvel in mm-hmm. that part of the world mm. has ever produced. Mm-hmm. So half. And he's done chance.
1: like seven films or something as that character now. Yeah. Probably oh, more.
0: There's the three Wolverines, the three originals. And then he did two, eight, two we'll, of the prequels. Yeah. We'll say eight.
1: Sounds good to me. Um, question from a listener.
0: Nine actually. Cause he did oh. three of those plus three standalones, plus right. the three originals. Question from a listener. Oh, yeah, This is your department. Why are you looking at me? Because
1: you're still rambling on. Sorry. Nine (laughs) movies for Hugh, I think. That's our boy. He is Australian, so we can claim that one. Eh, He's from Sydney. Australia. It's our capital. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) I know. It's what everyone thinks because nobody knows who Canberra is. Where is it? Yeah, uh, seriously. (laughs) Seriously. I
0: didn't even know there was an Australian. We didn't get taught about the ACTs, kids. No. Yeah.
1: Oh, maybe mentioned once. but Yeah, but
0: it came out of nowhere. No. I was like, is this a new thing? And they're like, no. And I'm like, you never mentioned it before. Anyway, sorry, question from listener:
1: What TV show or film is the most meme worthy? This question comes from Hugo Moore of Henley Beach. So, MJK, what TV show or film that deserves and, well, not deserves, but you could make a lot of memes out of it.
0: Well, you gotta go with the two obvious ones. Film I'd say probably Star Wars. Okay. And yeah, T V recently, just with the everything that's been happening recently. Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Yes, there Speci- are a lot of memes <laughs> out there. Especially with the one with, I think it's it's Danny, and in the in the background you can see like a water bottle and a oh. Starbucks cup or a coffee cup Well, when something.
1: they stuff up like that, you're going to get the memes. So that aside, it's still a, me- a meme-worthy show, but they then yeah. go and do that. And it's like, well, oh, you didn't do any of oh, papers it, there. there.
0: One of the good ones I saw recently was that Game of Thrones is basically Shrek. No. <laughs> So they've got the hound <laughs> and Shrek side by side, and they're wearing oh. exactly the same outfit, Puss in Boots, and then um, Arya. Arya? Yes, Arya. Yeah, with the needle, like because he's got that little sword. <laughs> and there's if there's uh, Cersei oh, wow. and the Queen, oh. and yeah, it's it was very there, well put. together. There's
1: another good meme too because obviously, the actresses who play Cersei and Daenerys, so that's Lena Headey and Amelia Clark. They've both played Sarah Connor. Sarah that's right. So, um, Amelia played Sarah Connor in the latest instalment of Terminator, Genesis. Genesis, which is number five Spelt in the series. Spelt incorrectly. Um, and Lena Headey played Sarah Connor in Terminator's Sarah Connor Chronicles, which is a TV show I had a couple of seasons before I was kicked off and they had a good meme for them going when the lead up to the finale promises a duel between Sarah Connor versus Sarah Sarah Connor Connor. I'm like oh my god please let me see it but that didn't really go that way didn't Lena Headey just
0: basically stand for that entire final season like she was just there yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah. she was standing I saw a meme for that it's just like Lena Headey
0: out here getting paid a million plus an episode for looking out a window
1: she's, she's boss she did that so well if you hate a character that's good writing and that's good acting so I give her mad props for that. I
0: never. I, I just love her so much I love that her I, too, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't hate Cersei.
1: Not at all. And then there was that funny meme because obviously the dragon after Daenerys' death destroys the Iron Throne. And there's a meme. It says, we will rebuild. It's a patio chair. See where the throne once was.
0: Got to start from just somewhere.
1: Um, I thought maybe for TV shows, I think, uh, I mean, movies, um comedies are really easy for that because you get the actors captured in very cool gestures and poses and facial expressions where you can use a lot of the jokes from the film as a meme as it is. True. Or you can adapt it. So mine would be like something like Step Brothers or The Hangover or Austin Powers that have so many one liners.
0: I haven't seen any memes for those though. I know, but that's um, what I'm saying. Well, Infinity War had a huge amount for like the snap and then turn into dust. Yeah, this like, is true. something as simple as your yeah. girl's asking for child support or your baby mama's asking for child support and the dude just clicks Click. himself out of his existence.
1: Well, Hugo will appreciate Well, then I'm told he's a huge Avengers fan. So Avengers definitely has some memes. That might be why he's asking that question because he's seen a lot for Avengers.
0: Thank you for the question, Hugo.
1: Um, so, yeah, that'd be my go-to one, I think. Um. Yeah, have you watched any trailers lately?
0: I have, but it's been so long, and I didn't uh, keep a record of what I've watched. Uh, so, uh, oh, I did watch for the upcoming Terminator. Yes, which as I've did for- I. I've forgotten the name of already, but the trailer looks bitching.
1: Oh uh, crap! So have I. Uh, we'll just call it Terminator Six.
0: The the robot who kept
1: on keeping. <laughs> Well, we did post it on our um, Instagram story the other day, the poster for uh, the latest Terminator, um, asking if you had watched the trailer, because it obviously sees the return of Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now he was obviously in um, Number Five Genesis, um, but yes, yes, the only
0: movie he's missed is Salvation, and where the- they used his likeness. And it looks stupid.
1: And I'm right in saying as well that they're considering this as a direct sequel to Judgment Day. Like discard all the others in between. Kind of like what
0: they've done recently with Halloween.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. I've still yet to watch that one, actually.
0: Fucking boss. (laughs) I'd say just go out and it's probably on special already. Just buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah, probably. Just love it. I
1: can and I will. It's Terminator Dark Fate.
0: That's a stupid name. It should have been called Terminator No Fate. Boom, because
1: uh, right. Well, the tagline on the poster is, is Eddie Furlong in it. Sure, it's the director mind. Tim Miller who directed Deadpool. Yeah, he did. Nice, which so is promising. You know it's going to not be bad. James Cameron is producing, and the tagline is "Welcome to the day after Judgment Day," which is funny because Linda Hamilton's clearly way older than the day after. How does that work? Time travel. She <laughs> time traveled back to the day after judgment day. <laughs> hey, we haven't seen it yet. This could be the case. Um, trailers, I also watched Terminator Dark Fate and they released a trailer for the CW series Batwoman, which, um, whose character was introduced in the latest Arrowverse um, crossovers. Uh- and it-
0: I just said Arrow.
1: Arrow. So, yeah, obviously Ruby Rose was cast as Batwoman ages ago. We've seen her in the classic um, outfit from the New 52, wait, wait, The Rebirth. Wait,
0: wait, wait. You say Ruby Rose? Correct. Our Australian.
1: Correct. She's got an American accent, obviously. Was
0: cast as Batwoman. Yeah,
1: she, she's Kate Kane slash Batwoman. In a show. TV series. Yep. CW, so extending on from, because Arrow's finishing.
0: Ruby Rose. Yeah. I'm not mad, I'm just confused. Yeah, yeah,
1: you still you hadn't heard that before. No, not even a little bit. Wow. Yeah, the trailer's dropped, and it's sick. We've met the character before, we've seen her interact with Arrow. we've seen her interact with Supergirl. Really good. Actually, really worked. And it it's the TV series looks like it backtracked to before that crossover because it's her going to um the Wayne Mansion. Is that what you refer to it as? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it's called. Oh, or Wayne Manor. Sw- the Wayne Manor. Because Batman in the comics abandons Gotham uh, and that's what yeah, this TV... it's a shithole. <laughs> it is. This is where the TV s- series accessible. Batwoman picks up is Batman has left and someone kind of needs to step into his place to look out for Gotham and that's going to be his cousin, Kate Kane. Um, so she doesn't actually start out with the iconic red hair and red logo. Um, she actually starts by modifying Batman's costume itself.
0: Does she look like Ruby? Does she have the tats? Does she have the hair?
1: Yeah, Kate, Kate Kane has tats everywhere in the comics. She has very, she has boyish hair, very, very short hair. The only difference is Kate Kane's hair is red as well as Batwoman's hair. So Ruby Rose has kept her hair brown for Kate Kane, but she has the red hair for the Batwoman suit. So it's like a compromise and that that's fair. It makes sense. Right. Does she like, still have hair?
0: a Leonardo tattoo? Like, can you see that? Yeah. <laughs> It's just a... Uh, my... know.
1: I didn't look for All it. All right. We'll have to watch it again it's or something. On, I
0: can't remember what arm it's on, but it's on her forearm, on either the left or right arm. Yeah, I'm right. pretty sure she's only got two arms.
1: <laughs> she's not a spider yet.
0: They have legs, Jade. She's they not spider woman. Arms.
1: She's bat woman. Um, and that's essentially it.
0: Muzzle. That was good. Love and we actually have
1: a running time in front of us on the new carriage.
0: Yeah, rare. Yeah. That's oh, man. Pool, this pool. is... We
1: I have just upped our game this episode.
0: It's Well, yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about the game upping.
1: This is true. Um, I have nothing left for you today, MJK. It's nice seeing you again.
0: It's nice seeing you too.
1: Thank you for the croissant that you cooked Oh, yeah. Us. No worries. I'm it's, glad uh, you oh, partook. Food.
0: Yeah, food rules.
1: We're going to end today with... Our favourite segment. What that number? <laughs> and it's called surprise snacks. That's my uh, Oprah. <laughs> I
0: felt you channeling her immediately.
1: Surprise snacks.
0: It was just all kinds of Oprah Winfrey. God, you picked that up on both. Just yeah, then. I'm pretty
1: loud. All right, so you need to close your eyes.
0: Eyes are closed. And
1: I'm gonna whip this out. Oh, shit. Okay. So I'm going to hand you something. Oh, you can hear it. Yep.
0: Ruffle, ruffle, ruffle.
1: I'll give you a few because they're very light. Anyway, so firstly, tell oh, us whether it's like chocolate, lollies, chips. It's what some
0: think? kind of, it feels like a rice biscuit Okay. cookie yeah. cracker, right. rice cracker.
1: All right. Crunch in. <laughs> this is, what's that thing? What's that craze that people listen to other people?
0: Watch them eat food. Watch them eat food. There's they a make eat... a shit ton of coins. Oh, there's people that I have of that stuff no idea it tastes like it's a very light can cracker
1: can you get a flavor
0: it tastes like a chickeny like a it tastes like oh no you're shape. right with chicken it so like a chicken you can
1: open your eyes now you are eating hey. the new Arnold's oh bitchin'. cracker chips so is that mixed between a biscuit and a chip they're very light
0: it tastes like a you know yeah like a cracker like an honest cracker
1: and this the flavor was honey soy chicken Good flavour. Which is that same, it's one of my favourite flavours from the kettle chips. Yeah. It's so
0: good. Which the replaced uni- honey bake ham, so good stuff.
1: The unique fusion of a cracker and a chip for an exciting new snacking experience. <laughs> I
0: like how from just holding it, I'm like, it feels like a cracker. <laughs> Can you <laughs> tell <laughs> I like food?
1: <laughs> You've done well, your eyes were closed, oven roasted, never fried. So Arnett's, if you want to sponsor us.
0: Yeah, we, Even we're with big your three-star health rating? Big fans <laughs> of the honey soy chicken flavor over here. Arnett's with the... As you can see,
1: it? I ate three quarters of the packet myself last night. Did you? So <laughs> the rest of oh, you. Oh, that explains
0: why it's <laughs> open. Gnarly. You have
1: to put more than one in your mouth for it to feel like you actually taste it. Because they're very, very light. They are, yeah. Not thicker like chips or biscuits. So
0: Chicken flavor is always not overwhelming, but definitely it's it's a there flavor. More recognizable, you can always, yeah. You can always pick up on it. Whereas sometimes like a salt and vinegar, you're like, where's my flavor? Where's my flavour, Diane?
1: So we'd like to thank our almost newly appointed sponsors, Onnit, <laughs> <laughs> for your sponsorship.
0: Yeah, Onnit's trademark. yeah and, uh, we can I've give been her a shout-out each spread. time on
1: our beautifully recorded Not Another Podcast. Not Another Podcast. For now, we'll say au revoir.
0: We'll say arrivederci. Ciao. Later, skater. Peace out. Domo regato.
1: Thank you for listening to us at Not Another Podcast. You can find us on our Podbean account online at Not Another spelt with two T's, dot podbean. dot com, and you can also find us, spelt with two T's, on Facebook and Instagram. See you next time.